You're listening to the Make It Train podcast with Jen and Sarah. Cross-conditioning training helps people move and feel better by focusing on functionality instead of performance. Hear their thoughts about training, running, health, and wellness as part of today's active lifestyle. Welcome to Make It Train with Jen and Sarah. Sarah Pay here today talking with Tracy Yancey. We're actually going to be giving her a call down in Charleston. Tracy, welcome. Hey, Sarah. Thanks for joining us today. I was just thinking how crazy it is if we had considered something like this even three years ago, pre-COVID, it would have been nuts to to think that we could have a podcast virtually. But here we are. Um, this is, it's ironic because you and I connect via Zoom almost on a daily basis. You teach the same <laughs> class that I teach every day. Um, you do it at four four or five forty five, and I'm on at eight. So here we are doing our our podcast via Zoom. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy to think how long we've known each other as well. Yeah, and <laughs> so. I was just just thinking about that this morning. I think it's been maybe seven or eight years. Does that sound about right? Six, seven, eight years. Um, I think it's something around yeah, yeah, seven or eight is what I was thinking as well. I'm not exactly sure. Um, but it's, it's something close to that. I think we met first through yoga, and then I became one of the trainers. That's right. <laughs> that's right. We we met through yoga, and then you came on board as a trainer for me at Carolina Sweat, and the rest is history. Mm-hmm. And uh, you came along with yeah. me over to Kinetic Heights, and I had a fabulous time watching you go through the most like miraculous pregnancy where you worked out until the very last day. I think you were training classes, maybe the day that you went into labor even, which is not my experience uh, having a baby at all. Um, I, I was looking at a picture the other day of you training with Arrow on your hip when he was just a, yes. l- a little baby when our child watch person hadn't shown up on time. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's been great being able to continue having you in my life, though, not just in the capacity of a friend, but as as a co-trainer. And I enjoyed having you come over to CCT with us for a little while before you guys moved down to Charleston area. But I'm excited to introduce you as our CCT run lead. And this is news to our community here. We haven't really talked a lot about where we're going with Run, but it is another side of the business that we're going to be expanding into. And I I know that you have done a lot down in the Charleston area, reconnecting to Run communities and training communities there through like your kids track teams and running clubs. But tell us a little bit about what that was like, like leaving a place where you felt very well connected, moving into a place where you didn't know anyone. Yeah. Well, I did. I do love that I was able to be a part of uh, uh, just CCT in general, not even on the run side, but just as a trainer there before I left. And then to still be able to have that connection now, it's just kind of a gone full circle. And it's really neat. Um, But I do think that for me, running has been a really great way to kind of reconnect to a new community. Um, Being a one on one personal trainer and doing those kind of things are a little bit harder to just kind of take up and start but I feel like runners in general are always very like fun and welcoming and 
always ready for somebody new to come and join them, no matter what your pace is or what your, how much you run every week. And so um, I found my way in through helping with my son's high school team and just meeting people who ran once a week, you know, I started that way and um, really was able to find a good community within a, about a half of year of being here. So that's been really a blessing. So tell me about the events that you've participated with your run community down there. And like, I, I know two big events in the past three months. So tell us about that. Yes. So definitely two big events were um, two marathons and I did them seven weeks apart, which we can talk about that a little bit more. It's not necessarily recommended for everyone, but there is a way to do it. Um, And just kind of the occasional like 5Ks and things like that that we've done, like first of the year, we did a 5K and our whole family participated, um, as well as um, watching some of our youth athletes participate in other 5Ks. So it's been quite a few races, but just two really big ones. <laughs> so, so we went say to more. Houston. Um, yeah. What? I was like, say more. And Houston yeah. on Martin Luther King Day or the day before. Is that right? Yes. Um, I think it was um, pretty close to it. I don't remember the exact date, but somewhere around then. Um, yeah. So we, I did a, a marathon in Houston. And I think we were with about a team of 10 there and also from Charleston area, all people that I've been training with running with. Um, so usually I run with them once a week on like a tempo run day. Um, sometimes I'm with somebody, sometimes I'm not, but we're all there. And then Sunday, I usually do a bridge run with quite a few people that are local. That's not always the same group, but we usually do like a if we're training for a marathon, we'll find who's what, who wants to run 18 today or whatever. So we try to stick together and just be safe that way. Um, so a group, great group of us went to Houston, didn't have a great race for many reasons. Um, and I felt good the following week and few days and decided I wanted to try again, um, seven weeks later. So kind of slowed down for a few weeks and then got back into a little bit of a cycle to build back up and try it again. And also had another um, rough race, but I learned a lot from the first one and really went into that one with just a good uh, mentality and had fixed a lot of things that I had learned. So that and was the second marathon second was, race. was Myrtle Beach. Is that right? It was, yes, it was Myrtle Beach and it was a different group of the same like friends kind of so not all the same people had been to Houston and Myrtle Beach but there was a mix that some had as well so a a group a new group which was a lot of fun as well but definitely took away a lot from Houston applied it to Myrtle Beach and still have a lot to learn from Myrtle Beach as well (laughs) So. so what was your biggest takeaway from doing two marathons so close together like maybe a positive and a negative Um, Okay, so, well, for me, um, the positive was definitely my, um, my recovery from the first one was put me in a place where I could go back and do a second one, um, which is, I really give that to the way I train. I, you know, I never like neglect my strength. I never neglect my mobility. I won't run an extra mile at the cost of doing, you know, the strength. So I always, you know, keep that mentality. And I think that helps me not to get injured and not overwhelmed. And also the race, um, kind of blew up for me about halfway. So the second half was not very, um, tough on my body. 
Um, so I, t- what I took away from going from Houston to Myrtle Beach um, was a really big kind of a mindset change of that was really hard and I didn't get anywhere close to my goals. Um, and I know that I don't like failure. <laughs> so um, I'm kind of learning to fail a little bit better um, by trying to go big. So I usually set myself up for success and just take the easy way out and know what I can do and stay in that range. And um, I was pushing the envelope a little bit more and going big and it didn't work out for several reasons. Um, but my mentality and my mindset going into Myrtle Beach was now I have another race to learn from. Races don't always go as planned, but there's always a way that you can learn and develop and grow and get better. And so being willing to try hard to big and to sometimes fail or fail over and over again um, is kind of my big takeaway. Do you recommend doing two marathons seven weeks apart? (laughs) That's a loaded question, I know. (laughs) Yeah, I I think the major answer that most coaches would give is would say um, it depends. (laughs) Um, as an RCA coach, that's like our answer to everything is it depends. Um, I don't think that coming off of, um, zero to limited running, you should do that. Um, there could be a way that you may plan a race. Sometimes a half marathon is also in your training plan. So you may, you may run a half marathon in, um, preparation for a full marathon kind of as a, um, tune up race. Uh, generally, we don't want to put that much um, stress on our body back to back. So I I know that I've been running for 15 years and that my body is adapted to longer miles. And again, I made sure before I signed up for that next race um, that I felt recovered. I did appropriate like week off completely without running before I started easing back into training. So I wouldn't say that it's for everyone. I think there's a way to do it if you are um, more of an experienced runner and you don't want to most likely run both races all out. Um, And that's why I was able to do that second one because that first one was not a all out race. Gotcha. After that second half. So, so what is, (laughs) yeah, what is next for you as far as your, your own training and your own races? schedule or calendar? Yeah. So right now I'm kind of in an off season, but I'm still running. I'm just off from marathon training. Okay. Um, so I'm focusing a lot more on my strength because I have more time for that. And I'm picking up speed a little bit more as well. So I'm going to be doing some 5k, um, 10k races over the summer and just kind of have fun with a little more speed and not going quite as long. Um, and then in the fall, Sometime near probably uh, June and July, I'll start a a build for Chicago, which I believe some of our CCT runners are going to be joining us for that. So I think we're going to have a good crew um, in Chicago this year. Like we did last year. Marathon. Yeah, that's exciting. So I think we had 14 or 15 something. I might be exaggerating there, but I think something around there last year going to the Chicago Marathon. So It'll be really great to have you going with the team this year. Um, I am not a marathon runner. I have run a marathon, but I have no plans to run anymore in my future. I I try to never say never, but it's really been fun for me to be a part of the community here where um, 
you know, if you have slow miles and few miles, you are just as welcome as if you have uh, fast miles and many miles. And I, I love that. I've been able to enjoy running with our run club for our base run on Saturday mornings, which is a free run for those of you who have never joined us for that before. Um, right now, we're meeting at 7 a.m. on Saturday mornings, running from our Cotswold studio here at Cross Conditioning Training. We have three and six mile loops, and it doesn't matter what distance you run, uh, how fast you run, you are absolutely welcome. We have a great time and a really great group. Um, also, on Tuesday nights, we have our like t- kind of more of like a tempo track training at 6 p.m. where we meet at AG. And this kind of leads me into talking about Tracy as our run lead. And so maybe you wonder why, why are we still working with Tracy, even though she has moved to Charleston? And how is it possible that that she can be uh, like a full-time employee for us working with with our coaching and training team when she's not here? And again, that's one of those, I think, amazing parts of silver linings of COVID, I guess you could say, that it, it's, distance is no longer an issue. And Tracy was here just a couple of weeks ago leading our run training uh, moving our our new coaches and ambassadors through some training, just like we do for the coaches that we bring onto the training floor in studio. And that was really great. I would love to hear kind of what your thoughts are about what that is going to be like for you working remotely, but also connecting with not just our coaches, but even coaching some of our runners here in space. Yeah, I agree with you. Like just COVID has changed the whole game as far as like who we can work with and where and it, you know, distance is not quite the issue that it used to be. Um, I'm very excited about this. Um, I think when I was in discussions with Jen too, I told her, you know, I am a personal trainer, but I also have this huge passion for running and I don't want to like put one over the other, but I also want to embrace the fact that I do really love running and um, I love learning about it. I love, you know, doing it myself. And it's just um, something that I feel like not only can I teach, but it's going to feel like it's not going to feel like working a whole lot. You know, I enjoy it that much. Um, So I'm really excited. I I think we had a lot of fun during training with our coaches. Um, What was it last weekend? (laughs) It feels like forever ago, but I think it was last weekend. We got a little bit of a chilly weekend out in the track. So we had to end with some coffee to warm up, but um it's just really fun to see now not only are um, we have all of our trainers in the, in um, the space and we've got the place that we can send our runners for really great strength, really great mobility work. And that's going to complement the run side really well um, and just kind of give it a new um, or kind of give it a special you know place among the running community where they can really train well, but also without getting injured. Yeah. Train safe. Yeah. Yeah. They can train safely. They're not going to have to show up like, um, and given tons of miles, there's going to be ways to cross train and to really get the most out of your training with maybe sometimes the most, the littlest amount of time that you can give. Um, so I'm really excited for that because I've always been passionate about making sure that runners aren't just pounding the pavement and just, you know, putting joints into the ground over and over again, but that they're really building that structure and those muscles to support all of that training. 
Um, so I'm really excited about that. I think it's going to be a lot of fun as people um, participate in some of our group events and go to some of these races when they do want to maybe um, increase performance, you know, to reach out to our coaches. And we're so happy to be able to do that. It's It can be one of those training plans where you just plug it in. But I do love that you can also have a coach and say, you know what, I'm going to be traveling this week and I don't have a place to run here. And it can be kind of fluid and moving along with the athlete as well. So, and then again, just being able to say, let's watch these injuries or these things that you're prone to. And, um, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And again, runners are just a a fun group of people. So to be able to have more and more of those at (laughs) CCT is just exciting to me. Well, and I, I would say, too, that even though you are far away, the reason we've chosen to move forward with you as our run lead is because we definitely align with your training philosophy and uh, the fact that you do prioritize strength training. Like you said, you're not going to put in an extra mile when you know that that time should be given to spending time working on strength or mobility. And we have a great running community here in Charlotte, lots of great coaches. And we have a number of people who train in space with us and get their strength training here, yet they're working with other coaches, which is fantastic. We are excited to welcome anyone into space. Uh, we we want to encourage anyone, regardless of who they're working with, to be able to come in and feel welcome here. Uh, we couldn't care less who who your run coach is. We are excited to be able to start offering that, and that will be something we'll be rolling out here in the coming weeks. Um, but I know part of your role as the run lead will be determining a run calendar for us, looking at what races will sponsor, what races will attend, uh, events that will go on leading up to and following the race. For example, before the Cooper River uh, shakeout run and afterwards, maybe mm-hmm. some stretching and mobility. I know that you'll be coming into Charlotte at least quarterly to connect with the coaches and uh, clients alike, as well as uh, meeting with us just to go through continuing ed. I don't know what other thoughts you have around that, but would love to hear that moving forward, what what you think it will look like for you to to work with us coming coming back and forth from Charlotte to Charleston. Thankfully, the uh, route to Charlotte and Charleston are pretty simple with the <laughs> way that the interstates are and just that three-hour drive. So that is um, very doable. And it I've already been there twice in like last month, and it's been a lot of fun, um, both for the two-year anniversary and for the training. Um, so I think that part is going to be exciting just to not only do things remotely, but to get to see and connect with the community again. Um and I do like we we tried to put so much training into that weekend and there's like so many more pages I could add to that manual and continue to go. So I'm excited to um, watch the coaches that are coming up kind of grow and develop and then also to kind of continue to learn as we move forward. Um, and so I'm just really excited. I'm excited that I can I can still coach remotely and I know who's leading those Tuesday tracks. I mean, right now it's Jen. So, but I just, I know who's there. I kind of know what's happening and can still be connected with the athlete and with CCT, um, even in a remote position. And just with my history being um, a Charlatan originally, able to kind of know 
that running scene there as well. So yeah, it's very exciting. And again, just the, just to have the opportunity to still do something that I don't know, kind of just fell into place um, in the last, you know, month or two. So really pretty excited about that. Well, I'm grateful to have you with us today and really excited about what's coming for CCT Run. Um, I don't know if there's any parting thoughts that you have or anything else you'd like to share, but I've enjoyed talking to you, even though it's been remote. I'm grateful for you. Um, anything else that you can think of? Um, not not too much. I, I mean, maybe we'll, we'll have to do all this remote again. Maybe when next time I can uh, be there in person. That would you, be but, great. Uh, I would love that. <laughs> just uh, again, just that I think this is going to be exciting and um, looking forward to being more connected in the running community there and here. So, yes. So Tracy, tell us how we can find you on social media. Okay, well, so I, I don't do too much, but the one place I kind of like to connect the most would be on Instagram. And I'm at Tracy Trains on Instagram. So T-R-A-C-Y and then Trains, <laughs> just like CCT. <laughs> so um, that's where you'll find me mostly. And then you can also go through the cross conditioning training website and see my bio there as well. Great. And you can find us at crossconditioningtraining.com on Instagram or on our website. Thanks so much for joining us today. You've been listening to the Make It Train podcast. To connect with Jen and Sarah, find them on Instagram at jen.w.dufrain and at sarahpayfitness. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you can be notified when future episodes are released.